Imagine your new bathroom. A sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. All right. Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Freddie, and my main topic is on technology and cyber awareness. I've done episodes on malware, hackers, child cyber awareness, IoT, uh, school cyber awareness, and just finished up uh, last week's episode on social engineering. I know I said finished, but I still have about uh, two topics I still need to cover on um, social engineering, which is pretexting and vishing. Hope your week is going by great so far, and... It's just great to just come home from work and just hang out with you guys on just talking about tech. So we have new high-end computers coming out. And as a gamer, I'm pretty stoked for these uh, laptops to come out. So we have the new Dell XPS. That laptop looks amazing. And it's just so thin that I wouldn't have to lug my huge laptop around if I ever go to LAN parties or my huge desktop. Things like That thing just pretty much takes up my whole car. <laughs> so we also got some new IoT devices coming out like Google Assistant's um, Lenovo Smart Clock or the new uh, semi-autonomous transportation technology like um, it's called Cascadia. Yeah, it's Cascadia. It's a semi-autonomous transportation for, I guess, truckers, I believe. It's just so amazing to see how far technology has come. But enough about that before I get sidetracked. Um, I'm going to go over the rest of social engineering and then um, I'm going to introduce my next topic, which is You Are the Targets. The show is affiliated with New Heights Educational Group and for your educational needs or just more information about ourselves, um, you can visit newheightseducation.org. So before I jump into Today's topic, for those of you who've been listening to my episodes, you know how the deal and how this show works. For those of you just joining in, the episodes are cut into two, but if you would like to watch them just straight for 30 minutes, I'll be putting a link to where uh, this episode is located, um, just to get a better understanding of what's going on. Now, some of you probably have caught on that I do a lot of references to my previous episodes, so don't you worry, um, you don't quite have to watch them all just to understand the topics that I cover. I do a short recap of them just so you're not totally lost. That being said, let's pick up where we left off on social engineering. 
right now. You might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group, educational resources to help reach your goals. So let's just do a quick recap of last week's episode of on uh, social engineering. So first of all, what is it? So semantic pretty much states that it's the act of manipulating someone by tricking the user into giving out information through um, technology. Last week we went over baiting, which is when someone suspicious tricks you into, you know, taking their flash drives. And when that flash drive is in the computer, you have a malware festival inside your computer. We also went over phishing, which could come as a suspicious email for the purpose of um, grabbing personal data. Then we went over email scamming, where you have an email from someone they know, supposedly, <laughs> but the message is pretty much out of character saying like something like, this is a cool website, check it out. And then when you click on it, it's filled with malware. And then lastly, we also have a quid pro quo. This is what we call the imposter IT. As yeah, so you can get a phone call from someone claiming that they're from IT, but it turns out to be a scam as they remote into your computer and install malware and possibly um, asking for a hefty price to either remove it. So it just ends up not being removed at all. So that's pretty much what I covered last week. So I'll briefly go over uh, pretexting and vishing. Okay. So pretexting, what is it? So have you ever had someone um, like on Craigslist? So you sell something on Craigslist and then um, someone messages you saying something along the lines of, I'm just going to make this up. Something like, I'm the Prince of Hogwarts and Dumbledore is sick and that is dying wishes to have a Microsoft Surface and will pay millions for it. All I need is your PayPal account so I can give Dumbledore what he wants. So this is what you would call pretexting. So don't fall for that. Anytime you get a two-part text full of sob stories, there is no need to feel some kind of thing for a scam like that. So trust me on that and uh, we also have to go over vishing so this time it's vishing it's spelt with a vh instead of a ph so it's v-h-i-s-h-i-n-g so basically it's the voice version of vishing so the way Sonantec gives an example of it is um, that a cyber criminal will use the phone and call um, the user as their coworker and somehow ask the user's login credentials and possibly do some damage with it. So this is kind of like quid pro quo as it's done over the phone, but the only difference is that this visher is posing as someone that the um, user could possibly trust just to gain access to places they shouldn't be in. 
So now that we have the full picture of what social engineering is, I explained on the last episode that to prevent it, you got to avoid them by just simply ignoring it. Or if it's from an email or a source that you could possibly trust, you know, go through a verification test by asking the sender how they're familiar with the source and just doing some second research to see if the message doesn't set any red flags. I also explained that social engineering has a lot to do with human error because cyber criminals will manipulate and take advantage of the um, user's natural tendencies and emotional reactions to commit their crime. Now, if you missed last week's episode, you can check, you can pretty much check it out for a full explanation of four, not three, four. So last episode, I kind of had a blooper moment where I couldn't even count my topics, but You'll know what I mean when you listen to it, but yeah, check it out. All right, now that we got the uh, undercards out of the way, it's time for the main event of this evening. The short but informative you are the target topic. I'm going to be absolutely stern, stern on that term, so never feel that if you're on the net, you have nothing to hide. And I'm not just talking about your Facebook statuses or Instagram posts. Uh, it just goes deeper than that. Like to shop online, does your address show up on your shipping address when you buy off Amazon? What's your work address? Who are your coworkers? What should I do to your family and friends? That last question there is pretty menacing as those are the questions a cyber mafioso would ask. A lot of people these days have so many devices connected to the net that it pretty much uh, draws a bigger target on their back for um, criminals to just aim their hacking pea shooters at. You are the target, we are the target, everyone is the target. Now I'm just gonna take a short break right here so while I'm doing that um, just think on it, think why you're the target. Think about what's going on as I connect my ear devices. You know, what just pretty much what makes you the target. Okay, so I'll be back in a few. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest growing, video based, self paced, teacher supported, fully accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. Welcome back to the radio show. Okay, so we just went over the leftovers of uh, social engineering, and then now we just started briefly talking about our main event. But I'll be going more into depth than that. So I just kind of went over the whole you are the target topic just briefly so let me get to let me get to it all right so pretty much uh, this topic isn't really meant to make me sound like a hippie that's for sure and i'm not here to scare people off their new iphones uh their iphone xs or xr but with almost the majority of these smart like the majority of those smartphones a working computer or even iot devices it's just it's just making you a target um University of Tennessee had a newsletter um, covering this article, which states that many people mistakenly believe that they won't be a target for cyber criminals. That is where it gets ugly because once you become a target, 
once you set up your devices to go on the net, this makes you an easier, easy target for social engineering because, you know, you have these people who are just caught up in the idea that they have nothing to hide. They're too secure on, on the computer and they just have this pride where um, they just feel unstoppable. That is a dangerous mentality to have. Mentality. Pretty dangerous. So, because you have... Uh, these devices and the information you store on it is quite more valuable than you think. The moment, the moment you shop and go on social media or just switching the Wi-Fi on just adds another target for that criminal's hit list. Now, the reason why some criminals choose the internet to commit a crime is because, like the newsletter from UTC states, um, crimes committed online are more profitable, simple, and poses less risks for the criminal. This is why I'm following up on social engineering with the topic being, you are the target. What makes you a target? Well, I'm going to start off by asking why. So why? Cyber criminals are out there to make easy money. So they pretty much use whatever social engineering skills they have to build pyramids of cash through technology. I'm pretty sure I mentioned this before when I first started here at NHEG that um, these cyber criminals steal uh, personal information and they either use it or sell to someone with, a, with malicious intent. And while the user may think, oh, I should be fine, I'm secure, I have the best antivirus, um, I've shielded with a VPN, a firewall, blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's great that you have all these tools. However, what good is a tool when you can crack the human brain with uh, social engineering? Now, cyber criminals are just more than that stereotypical hermit in a dark room in front of the in front of the computer. No way. They come in as a twisted individual or they even have their own little criminal organization. It's pretty crazy how they operate as well. One person could be de developing their uh, malware and then a group would go on to spread it. And while the other group sells the information they stole for a large price. So as they become this criminal organization of black hats, they could be keeping an eye on every email address they come across, uh, look up their info on where they live, where they work, uh, target others in their workplace. And the next thing you hear on the news is that that said company has been hacked. So the way to prevent yourself from becoming a target is, yeah, I could make references to past episodes repeatedly, you know, the whole avoid the bad emails, change your router settings, update your security patches, and yeah, those are essential to becoming cyber threat free. Um, however, the important prevention technique is to understand that once you're connected to the net, that makes you the target. I could throw so many ways to keep you protected, but the most important thing to note is the user's mindset. This is where it's all up to the user. So don't be stubborn to the point where someone could come up to you and say, I told you so. What you have to understand about cyber awareness is that a computer is not just a machine. It's like having an electronic uh, file cabinet that anyone can have access to. How you keep things secure is 
really up to the user. Now, some choices can be dangerous because the user has to think about what kind of information is going to be put out there on the net. Does that information involve a bank account? How about where they work? Or what about their own families? Now, if that user has that mentality of just saying, I'm safe enough, that's where they're wrong. So the number one prevention technique is just to understand that they are the target. And while they have all the tools, they can be manipulated into something that will not only harm their data, but their well-being and those around them. So we just went over a little bit of the follow-up of social engineering, which led into this short but menacing topic of you are the target. I think it's pretty insane to know that you can be a victim of something that you least expect. Now, my take on this is that I originally thought that you can be secure as long as you follow the basic steps of don't open suspicious emails, get a good anti-malware software, and um, just taking these steps of just making networks secure. But going on the internet is like walking into a very resourceful city. But if you step into the wrong area of the city, you're going to get burned by these scammers. You think you have all the tools, the right mindset on how to take care of yourself. So don't expect anything. So you don't expect anything bad to happen to you. My, uh, both my nephews and nieces, they currently take jujitsu and their instructor always tells them before, you know, going over the moves and uh, sparring sessions. He always says this, be mindful of your surroundings. Now to him, yeah, and to both my nieces and nephews, that, that just means don't bump into anything or um, anyone while you're practicing their sparring. The same could be said once you're on the net. Whatever you do on the internet already paints a bigger target on your head. So be mindful of what you do, who you trust online, and how to walk away from a scam is the best way to be mindful around the internet. So do yourself a favor, just don't make yourself an easy target. And that pretty much just wraps up my short topic. I hope this raises top that <laughs> I hope this raises uh, cyber awareness to the point where you can kind of open your mind a bit about keeping yourself safe on the internet. So going on to my missed tech tip number two that I promised a few episodes episodes ago. And I can hardly talk right now, but <laughs> I can take your calls around this time. So I'll be checking my Google voice and the chat as well. So feel free to interrupt me as I go through my tech tip. Okay. Has your computer ever gotten so hot that you could pretty much use it as a barbecue? This is pretty common among laptops as well as mid-range desktops. Now, when it comes to computers, the temperature is measured in Celsius. So the safest temperature would be around 60 degrees Celsius. But to be completely safe, you should be aiming around 45 to 50 degrees Celsius and never above 80 degrees in the long run. To keep your computer cool, dust off your computer with compressed air. Blankets of dust covering the internals in the long run could cause overheating. So just make sure to just spray a blast of air off the motherboards, uh, fans where, where the computer starts seeing build of dust. So just be sure to just blow off all that dust. Next, uh, 
you might want to add an extra fan to your computer. It can be pretty cheap on Newegg or Amazon, probably like around 10 bucks or so. And just adding that extra fan will keep things cool for your computer. Lastly, to all my gamers or overclockers, switch out that aftermarket Intel or AMD CPU cooler for something that your CPU will thank you for. So get a good one with a good radiator, or if you're absolutely daring, get a water cooler. Just make sure those pipes and reservoirs are nice and secure, otherwise you'll be dripping liquids all over your internals if you're not careful. So keep these in mind the next time your computer starts to heat up. Not only will these recommendations keep your computer cool, but you should have a better performance when you're running um, high demanding programs like stress testing, uh, benchmarking, or games with high-end graphics. Okay, thanks for listening everyone. It's been a crazy ride so far and everything's been going off on a great start this year. From learning things from researching these topics to kind of taking a page off of what I've learned from work. Now my next topic is going to be a little bit different. I mean it's still going to be tech related, but this will give me time to dive a little deeper into upcoming cyber awareness topics in the future. So just um, pretty much give myself some time to just research. Uh, more about cyber awareness so you can kind of think of the next episode as a filler so my next episode is kind of a mouthful <laughs> it's kind of like along the lines of i love tech how do i make my dream hobby into career for the lack of better uh title <laughs> so um i'll be shortening that topic out so i'll be i mean i I think that this uh, topic is going to be pretty fun to discuss. I mean, I've been seeing a lot of students in middle school or high school level um, students just pretty much getting themselves involved in STEM or STEAM. I think that's what they call it now. But I kind of just I kind of just want to take the time next week just to inspire and motivate students to do what they love to do. Now, remember, I I did mention that in the first episode i was that student who barely graduated high school and the reason why i joined nheg was because i relate so you can kind of expect a little story time for that next episode so be sure to check out our other shows uh we have great topics like marine biology and zoology uh education and inspirational uh, myths of common core all that good stuff and the previous host who did that did a fantastic job covering that so Again, uh, thank you, and I'll talk to you again next week. Take care, you guys. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings. Imagine your new bathroom. 
a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Bathfitter.